Hey, welcome to NASA Edge. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. That's going to leave a mark. You're watching the best of NASA Edge Live, STS-135. But first, Lori Garver and Lori Leshen talk about the future of NASA after the shuttle. Well, Lori, thank you for joining us today. STS-135 is about to launch, and it ends a, a great era for the shuttle program for 30 years. And now we're looking to the next generation. What's on tap for human exploration? Well, NASA, of course, celebrates uh, the space shuttle program. It has given us so much as a nation and as an agency. And we're going to take that program and what we have learned and the development of the International Space Station that it has launched every piece of and go beyond low Earth orbit again as we explore deep space. NASA has been given the mandate by President Obama of going to an asteroid with a human for the first time by 2025 and onward to Mars in the 2030s. We will continue to utilize the space station and we're tapping into that innovative spirit of America with the private industry and we really look forward to continuing to be able to have our astronauts launch to and from the International Space Station from here in the United States and do that at a cost that is less of a percentage of the NASA budget than it is now so we can focus on doing those hard things and going beyond low Earth orbit. I want to know more about what this flexible path is because it sounds like there are lots of options and I'm big on options because I want to be a media knot <laughs> and I'd like to get into space somehow and I'm hoping that that flexibility of the flexible path maybe has some options for someone like myself. What do you think? Well, everyone has an angle. I think that's going to be a good one for you. The flexible path is all about developing the capabilities to go further. NASA needs to invest in reducing the operations costs of what we have been doing for 50 years now, launching people to and from space, doing that with the private sector where maybe a media not might be able to get a ride because Perfect. you're... Is that a full endorsement, by the way? That, that sounds like an... I'm they're, they're, interpreting that as an endorsement. And that will get you so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it as far as I can. But the flexible path develops the capabilities to go forward, to go further, faster. If we lower the cost of space transportation and develop technologies for in-space propulsion that can reduce the time for traveling to places like Mars, or if we can develop technologies for things like on-orbit fuel transfer, we will be able to go more places faster than we could if we set just a destination and a specific point in time. You know, in Apollo, that's what we did. President Kennedy laid out that we were going to go to the moon within 10 years. We have been trying to relive Apollo at NASA for 40 years. And Apollo really was successful because of the Cold War. Mm. NASA now represents that peaceful cooperation we have on this planet. And the fact that we represented the Cold War and now have forged this partnership with Russia, I think we can take advantage of the cooperation of other nations and develop a true spacefaring capability. And that's why we're gearing towards this commercial space uh, for those companies that get us to ISS and to low Earth orbit, and then we can focus on space beyond low Earth orbit. That is absolutely our plan. I hate to have people think, though, that there won't be anything else for NASA to do in low Earth orbit. We have the International Space right. Station. We've extended it at least until 2020. And we really hope that the commercial capacity to go to and from will help us develop things on the space station that we will learn about 
being able to go further. We are working with other government agencies like NIH and investing in the ability to develop vaccines in space and different manufacturing types of technologies that could really, really benefit all of us on this planet. When did you realize or when did it kick in that you were the deputy administrator for NASA? It's not really something you can think much about before it happens because while I was working on the transition team, I was very, very focused on doing that job well. But when Charlie Bolden and I went through meetings with the senators before our confirmation hearing, it was a great thing because I, I have often said that while the process of being Senate confirmed is a stressful one, I highly recommend if you're going to do it, go through it with Charlie Bolden because he is not a stressed individual. And of course, I'm the deputy and he's the administrator. And so he got all the hard questions. (laughs) But Charlie had been nominated to be deputy administrator previously. And he had gone through all these Senate meetings in advance of the hearing. So we would have dinner at night and he just would say, well, we never know how it's going to turn out because your name can be pulled right before the hearing. So it was the morning of the hearing, really. I looked at Charlie and he said to me, this is real. This is really going to happen. And Senator Nelson actually called me personally right before the vote and said, I'm putting you guys up for a vote right now. Awesome. And uh, it was really, really a wonderful, wonderful thing. And we were sworn in the next day. Wow. That's pretty, that's that's, that's that's a great story. I don't think I've been asked that before, so... There's a rumor out there, and and, and just one. There's a rumor out there that you are in charge of the NASA football, with all the all the launch codes for all the launch vehicles. So you actually get to push the button for shuttle, Atlas, Delta, the whole nine yards. Is that true? Uh, we are not allowed to talk about the NASA football. Okay. I know that my my confirms there is a NASA football. My executive officer does refer to my purse as his uh, man bag slash football. I believe that's where that rumor started. And you can look through (laughs) the man bag slash football and look for the codes. Okay, interesting. And see if you think that rumor is true. Uh, I I can't, I I can't look through the bag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too stressful. I think we're looking at a really bright future for human space flight. In my mind, the exciting thing is we have in place all the pieces we need to be successful going forward. We've got a plan for low Earth orbit, that is to maximize the heck out of using that space station to learn about going beyond low Earth orbit. We're going to get our commercial partners up and running to supply it and bring people. We've got the rocket and the capsule underway that are going to replace the space shuttle to take humans beyond low Earth orbit. And we've got the research and technology that we need to get us beyond. So I think we've got all the pieces. Now we got to put them together and make the program go. Can you talk, talk briefly a little bit about this, the CC uh, Dev 2 mm-hmm. uh, program? We have four commercial partners uh, working with us on CC Dev 2. So we've got SpaceX and Boeing and Blue Origin and oh Sierra. my God, Sierra Nevada. Yeah, I knew sorry. I was going to forget one. I just on always camera. wanted to say Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Nevada. Space Not the beer, but yeah. the space. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. So the great thing is they're working on all sorts of different kinds of vehicles. We've got capsules, we've got wing vehicles. So we're really kind of covering our bases in terms of starting to be investors in these companies to really bring a new capability for our nation online and it's going to be very exciting to watch them really race to the finish. Now we asked uh, Lori in our segment if she'd be willing to go into space as the first deputy director. What about you? Would you be willing to go into space? So I would love to go into space. <laughs> I, you know, For me, I would, I'm a little too young to remember Apollo, so for me what drew me to space was seeing the Viking lander images of the surface of oh. Mars and I really wanted to reach out and touch those rocks. I'm a mm-hmm. geologist and so this to me was 
very exciting. But I will tell you, I would be throwing up the entire time. <laughs> so it just would not be good. It wouldn't work. And so I have settled for uh, trying to help the space program in other ways. <laughs> Chronic throwing up, not a good quality for astronauts. You no, know, I'm admitting it here on camera. That probably just blows my chances completely. Uh, no the pun first intended. Woman on Mars, so to speak. <laughs> what are, are going to be some of the kinds of, uh, of technologies? Because you know, we're going beyond low Earth orbit. You know, we want to go to that, that near Earth object, maybe an asteroid on the Mars. I mean, we're, it's going to be important. Technology is going to be important to get us there. Absolutely. So again, we talked about a little bit about the rocket and the capsule, and those are absolutely required to get beyond low Earth orbit, but they're absolutely not all we need. We need right. more. We need advanced habitation systems and life support systems and new extravehicular activity suits, new spacewalking suits that we can get into and out of quickly, all kinds of capabilities. We need new in-space propulsion systems. So we've got a new program in exploration called Advanced Exploration Systems that's going to allow us to leverage, frankly, some of the workforce coming off of shuttle to help us start doing hands-on work, building uh, these new uh, capabilities in-house at NASA. So we're very excited about that. I think that's a good direction, clearly. And I think uh, if you need a model, if you need a, a test subject, if you will, for, for any advanced human spaceflight, uh, I'm open-minded. I'm very open-minded okay, in that regard. I could be know. a media nut and, <laughs> and support your every need in that area. Excellent. So uh, so we will keep that in mind while I'm going to write that down as soon as I get off camera. I can think of some yeah, some interesting tests we could send you on. Sure. I'm, I'm missing out on the science area. Well, we could train you up, though. We'll just take you in the field, just like you know they did with the Apollo astronauts. Only one of them was a scientist. They went to the, to the moon and did amazing things for science. My brand new best friend, ladies and gentlemen. This is great. I love I love the way this is going. Up next, one of the youngest guests ever on NASA Edge, Elmo, a fellow redhead from Sesame Street. He's also shorter than you are, and he can count higher. Wow, that's just wrong. We're actually glad for the for the warmth because that means the sun's out and it means we might actually be able to launch today. Oh, we will launch! Oh, I love your optimism. Yeah. Are, you, are you excited mm -hmm. about the uh, oh, space? I was very, very excited because Elmo normally watches this on TV. <laughs> so to to be here, it's really exciting. Awesome. Now, so you, you've seen a shuttle launch, but never one in person. No. Oh, how exciting. Have you? Uh, yes, I've seen two, I believe. Really? Three. 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 Yeah. This will be my fourth. That's so, cool. Yeah, it's very exciting. And this exciting. one is called Atlantis. Yes. Yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. I'm going to heard that they're named after um, ships. That's correct. Why? That's, cr that's, pretty, that's pretty good. But why? <laughs> oh, because well, they're uh, like ships. That's a good ships. question. And, and those yeah. ships used to explore. Oh, they're uh, like ships? Yeah, the, the, the old the ships. But they're not in the water. Right. They're they go up in the air. That's true. That's right, and they go into space. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the difference. That's one of the differences, yeah. yes. And I'm going to what is it, 135 flights on the shuttle program? Yes. That's a lot. <laughs> Would you like to go into space one day? Oh, Elmer would love to. Yeah. yeah ha uh, have you been there? No. I, I can't say. No. Well, we don't know about him. He's from parts unknown. <laughs> oh, really? In fact, I had a question for you. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. You know, he's got red hair. And we were just wondering if there's any... Maybe you guys are related somehow? Well, it's not red enough. <laughs> yeah. Believe me. I, and it's getting uh, less red all really? the time. Yeah. yeah, age does that to you. Oh. Sound like 40-something. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, old. Well, you know, Elmer went inside the space shuttle Discovery. Really? It was really cool. Wow. How did you do that? Yeah. Well, well they let Emma in. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, Emma met a lot of nice people at NASA, too. Mm. Who are some cool people you've uh, met so far? Oh, oh, well, well, I'm going to meet Mr. Mike Mazzamino. Oh, <laughs> we love Mr. Oh, and I got to meet his daughter, too. Oh, she's oh, really? nice, too. He's a crazy astronaut, isn't he? 
No, he's really funny. He's funny, isn't he? He's also tall. Yes. Yeah. And, and you he, know, Elmo didn't know that they use math and science every day. All the time. They have careers as scientists, engineers, and of course, astronauts. <laughs> and technology. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So you like math and science? Yeah, Elmo does. Elmo loves counting. <laughs> how, how high can you count? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's it. Very good. That's, that's, yeah. very that's good. faster than you. Yeah, and really? probably more accurate. Yeah. Well, who is this? Well, we wanted to have you meet Spooner. Spooner is Hello, Spooner. He doesn't really talk, though. That's yeah, the I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. From him, no. uh, Spooner is actually our mascot, and uh, he, he comes with us everywhere we go. What's a mascot? Well, he's uh, he sort of represents our, our, our program. He's uh, he's a very cool guy. He's he goes everywhere. Uh, he gets in trouble quite a bit. Really? And yes. so yeah, we we always have to discipline him uh, everywhere we go because he's always uh, hanging around and, and, and climbing on the things and so. And he loves bananas. He loves bananas. If you really? if you leave a banana out at breakfast and you turn away, you come back, it's gone. He's had the banana. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now how many? It's four astronauts. Mm -hmm. Yes, four astronauts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Is that normally the, the, the only count? You can't get more or less. Well, actually, no. For this mission, uh, there's only four, but usually it's around seven seven astronauts on a. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why four? Well, why, well, why four is because uh, we actually are carrying up more equipment this time. And in fact, and also, oh, so we, need, you need room for we, other we, things. We need more weight. Plus, we, you know, this is the last shuttle mission. So in case something happens with the shuttle, yeah. we don't have more you know, more astronauts to leave on station. Right, they're, they're bringing back some stuff that's, too. That's right. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. They're replacing a, a pump of some kind. I believe they're bringing back, and and they don't want to leave it out in space anymore. So they bring it back. And then well, where are they getting it from? From the ISS. <laughs> the International Space Station. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> the ISS. Elmo thought it was a hotel. Or well, it's well, kind of like a hotel. Well, do you know what? One day, Elmo, we may have hotels in space. Can you imagine that? No, really? Can you imagine it's, it's taking true. a vacation one day where you just call up and you may have a space Yeah, let's go to a holiday inn or something <laughs> in space. <laughs> they could. We, so you, could, you, could put, you could book a weekend getaway. That would be cool. It would. Yeah, and with the miles you have to fly to get there, you would earn your room. You probably wouldn't even have to pay for it. That's right. Really? Yeah, <laughs> it would be free space miles. Yeah, you get fly. You know, I'm going to say something about a ladder. They were talking about building a ladder that could go all the way up in space. Oh, the space elevator. Yeah, space elevator. Very oh, good. Really? That would mm -hmm. take a long time to climb up it, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, how would you build something like that? Well, <laughs> that's a good it, question. It's somebody above my pay grade who would be able to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you can help out one day because well, all that science, math, and technology that you're going to be learning. That's yeah. what you have to do. You yeah. have to study in school. Don't yes. do what I did and just play all the time. you got to actually apply yourself, learn yeah. your math and science. I'm going to that when it goes up, it actually lands back here in Florida. Yeah, sure isn't that that's cool. Isn't it? You know, it doesn't have to land in Florida. No, I'm going to hide that, too. It, it, can have, it can land in California, too. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, then it, and it gets on board a 747, big jumbo jet, and it flies back over to, to Kennedy. That's how it gets back here? Yep. Yes. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know that. Isn't it? And, yeah. it, and, it, and maybe we'll show you, uh, maybe show that aircraft one day. That would be cool. You, you it, is really, it. it is really an awesome really? vehicle because yeah. inside there aren't seats like in a regular jet uh, airplane that you fly on. It's all empty because it had to be reinforced to carry the shuttle back and forth. Yeah. Wow. Really but, fun stuff. But you're this well, is really fascinating. <laughs> but you're well on your way, Elmo, because you already got the flight suit on. You got yeah, the they hat. made this for Elmo. Isn't that cool? You're yeah. ready to and go. And Elmo got the orange one, too. Yeah. The orange flag. <laughs> the desert flag. Yeah. yeah, the one that they, like that, the orange one. Yeah. Like, the, the, like, like your friend has one. Yes. Yeah. 
That's the the Desert Rats uniform. Have oh, you is heard? That what, why did they call it that? Well, it's the Desert's Research and... Uh-oh, uh-oh. He's talking about the orange flight suits on the, on the shuttle. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, that's, that's out of my page. False information! <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's actually not false information, because the ones they use aren't like the flight suit material. I mean, they've got all the valves and gadgets. Hey, no and arguing, everything. okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, no arguing. Hey, Elma, do you do counseling? <laughs> no, no. Well, Elma, we, we're, we're so glad you had a chance to stop by with us today. Oh, well, thanks uh, for having me, Elma. And I hope oh, you enjoy the great. launch in, oh, in, in less than a half hour. And, okay. And you, are you going to scream really loud when it goes up? Of course. Elma's going to say bye. <laughs> See you soon. Are you, you going to do the countdown for us? When you yes. Elma can't wait to do that. Why don't you do a practice for us to okay. the audience? Ten. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, blast off! There you go. We even have sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, hey, Elmo's gonna go to see his mom and his dad in yes. okay? Okay, Elmo. And say hello for us. Uh, thanks for talking to him. Oh. And you take care too, monkey. <laughs> What's his name again? His name's Spooner. Okay, take care, Spooner. Hey, you're watching NASA Ed. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. Yeah, baby. <laughs> We're back with another look at Space Shuttle Atlantis. From the folks that made sure it was ready for its final launch. You know, we normally have a lot of folks come out and watch the vehicle roll over, but this is the last one. And, and what do they do? They come out and they can get pictures taken? With yeah, the... we started a few flights ago when we knew the program was ending to show our appreciation to the workers and let them have a memento of what they did out here, something historic. So. We arranged for them to do photo ops with their groups or individual, whatever they want to do, so that they could have a picture with a bird that they've been working on. <laughs> yeah, I haven't worked on Atlantis, but I'm taking pictures of myself <laughs> left and right out here. Yeah. This is really a special occasion. Yeah. I'm one of the few that actually worked original build of Columbia and Challenger that's still working out here. Now, now. some of the, your, your colleagues refer to you as the old guy. Correct. Are you okay yeah, with that? Because I've been around for a while. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are sad about the program ending in that, but when we started it 33 years ago, or when I started 33 years ago, no one figured that the program would last that right. long. You know, the original plan for the shuttles was they flew 100 flights, but you were going to fly 10 or 12 a year, so, right. you know, they wouldn't last 30 years. Now, in looking at what you're responsible for, the thermal protection system, I mean, how many tiles are you, are you putting on? This orbiter has 24,182 tiles on it, oh, wow. but we only replaced 161 for this flight. So it is a good reusable insulation. And about 25% of those were for a modification. We put a stronger tile on, so we really didn't have to take the others off other than we came up with a stronger tile. Yeah. Now, what's that made of? I mean, I'm looking at that quilt. A quilt, yeah. Yes, it okay. is. And it is it is a heat-resistant quartz fabric, okay. okay? It's made just like a quilt. It has aluminum batting on the inside. Now, Columbia and Challenger were not built with the blankets on there. They're okay. called fibrous insulation blankets. Discovery was the first orbiter built with them. That over the years we learned that we could actually make those thinner so we took off the thicker blankets and replaced them with thinner blankets to save weight. And then the other white areas you see that looks kind of smooth right. up there, that's a Nomex felt with elastomer coating. The black tiles will see up to 2300 degrees where the blankets will see up to 1200 degrees Fahrenheit and the frizzy, the smooth white material is good for up to 700 degrees. Now Tim, your main objective is to manage the move of the Atlantis from the orbiter processing facility to the VAB? That's correct. How do you do it? Well, we start out with a lot of preps, platform preps, uh, orbiter configuration. We roll that big yellow transporter underneath the orbiter and made it to the orbiter. Mm -hmm. Then we get everybody on station, which is about 120-some people. 
and do comm checks, communication checks and all that, and then we start rolling the orbiter out slowly. After the orbiter lands, uh -huh. wherever it lands in, in the world, uh -huh. you also manage to get it back from that spot to the OPS. We do, we do. We have people in Dryden, we have people overseas in case we land over there, and they're, they're the contingency crew if we do land there. Once they landed at Dryden, we and about a hundred some other technicians would head out there and start prepping it the same way we just prepped it here, putting it on the back of the 747 and then shipping it back here to KSC and then offloading it down onto SLF and rolling it into the OPF. What do we have in store for Atlantis for this final shuttle mission? What's the payload? Well, this particular mission we've been working since CIR, Cargo Integration Review, since March 1st of last year. That's where we got together at JSC and we're given the set of instructions by NASA of what we're going to fly. In this case, we're going to fly an MPLM, a mini pressurized logistics module, which is basically a module that's taken up each time we take it up and it has uh, commodities to provide food, clothing, uh, experiments, various pieces of hardware and things that the astronauts may need, batteries for computers, whatever it may be, it goes up in the MPLM. Now, how does it feel to be the manager for the last shuttle payload? Well, I tell you, it's uh, mixed emotions, you know. We've worked the shuttle missions uh, from past 30 years. It's a bittersweet moment. It's, it's great to see the mission go and see it be successful. And same token, it's nice that you can be able to see the program come to a happy ending. You know, like Dr. Seuss once mentioned, it's better to smile because it happened rather than to cry because it's over. And I think that's very true. Oh, that's a very good point. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. All three engines up and burning. 2, 1. Zero and liftoff, the final liftoff of Atlantis on the shoulders of the space shuttle. America will continue the dream. Program, Houston. Roger roll, Atlantis. Houston now controlling the flight of Atlantis. The space shuttle spreads its wings one final time for the start of a sentimental journey into history. 24 seconds into the flight, roll program complete. Atlantis now heads down, wings level on the proper alignment for its eight and a half minute ride to orbit. Four and a half million pounds of hardware and humans taking aim on the International Space Station. What a mission. It's really impressive to actually finally see this mission take place. Hearing about it for so long, meeting all the people that have been working on shuttle, really uh, just want to thank them and all the work that they've done, not just recently, but for the past 30 years. Anyone who's ever worked on shuttle from, from 1981, even before that, in designing this spacecraft to now, job well done. One thing I was thinking about in this whole process is, in 30 years, what are we going to be seeing NASA do, whether it be a new vehicle, whether it be landing on another planet or an asteroid or anything else? Who knows? Hey, 30 years, we may be writing a blog about landing on Mars. Um, I probably won't be doing any writing in 30 years, <laughs> but this has certainly been a great ride and uh, so glad to be a part of it. Really just something special uh, to see this program end in this successful way. Congratulations once again to the crew of Atlantis, job well done, and the end of a, of a great 30-year career. And mission complete, Houston. After uh, serving the world for over 30 years, the space shuttle turned its place in history. view the world and it's changed uh, the way we view our universe. It's a lot of emotion today, but one thing's indisputable. America's not going to stop exploring. Thank you, Columbia, Challenger, Discovery, Endeavor, and our ship Atlantis. Thank you for protecting us and bringing this program to such a fitting end. God bless all of you. God bless the United States of America.